Hello, everyone. Welcome to an impromptu stream of the drive-in. It's been a while, Christian. We haven't really talked and done drive-in content in a minute. It's been busy with the XFL, USFL, and CFL in full swing, but it's good to be back. Happy to be back. Happy to get some momentum going here. I mean, happy to be here. Very excited to, to dive into, I believe we have three good things that we've seen and two bad things that we have seen. So we're going to detail those. Good is subjective. I think three of mine are like decent to like, I liked them at least. I don't know if I'd qualify them as capital G good, but they're lowercase G good. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll turn the sound effect down. And then when we say the good ones, we'll, we'll do this. Okay. I love it. I love that option. I love that option. So I'll start us off. With a good, do you want to do all the good first and then the bad, or do you want to hop? Yeah, let's do let's do the three good first and then two bad. Okay, my first good one was the new Scream movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. I thought it was kind of a return to like a good classic Scream feel. I liked all the actors in it. I liked the way that they used the original cast, and I liked the way that they made you feel. No spoilers, but nobody's safe. The Scream movies one of the better trilogies that i can think of like i remember really enjoying two and three and like the actors in them courtney cox really had an iconic role yes i mean it's I maybe to- like the best main girl in any of those like old horror movies Bro, she's good they sydney- are both but sydney prescott forever icon i absolutely as a kid used to think it was so scary the potato sack or the Whatever it was covered in blood, I forget if it was a potato sack or it was just like from the morgue. Oh, yeah. So creepy. So it's good to hear that that went well. Coach Klein, XFL Twitter, big fan of the Scream movies. I think he said it's the best horror uh, horror franchise of all time. And There's I, some real stinkers in there. Which one? So how many do you think they've made? This was – which number do you think this one was? Six. It was six. Wow, it was six. Let's go. Scream six. I, I thought it was really good. It was fun. It was just entertaining. It's it's what I wanted out of a Scream movie, and you can't ask for much more. And I am only – I think I've only seen three, so I do not know if I have anything beyond. I think four and five are both not great. Okay. I can get behind that. This one was good. I, I'm happy to hear it. I I love Scream, so I'm really excited to watch this. Honestly, also you gotta love all the like the fact that they like really go for the tropes. Like they they play into it. They kind of like they know that you're watching a movie, and I always like those meta commentary movies too. The meta aspect is is always really really great. I'm a big fan of that. Damn right. What's your first movie, Christian? I am gonna go to a rewatch that I did of. Super bad. And let me just say, I mean, super bad has always been in high regards for me. I've always really enjoyed that movie. But I mean, it really has cemented itself in my mind as like one of the greatest comedies ever made. It everything holds up, like even in the face of like bad taste jokes, and like as I'm watching it, I'm like, surely you're gonna get to like the cancel esque stuff it just it's still so potent and funny and good um i remember at the time like i remember there was a ton of hype for like super bad step brothers and uh the hangover those were the big ones 
I, I think over time, Superbad and Step Brothers have really, really aged well. Not that not that the hangover's bad. I just don't think it's go, it's in the upper echelon in my head of great comedies like Superbad and Step Brothers are. I think off the top of my head, I might put Superbad as like the best comedy of the 2000s. Oh yeah, I could I could actually totally get behind that. I can't think of another option aside aside from Step Brothers, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but yeah, no, it's incredible. Acting's great. I mean, seeing Bill Hader and oh, yeah. uh, Seth Rogen as the cops, like it's just it's just really well done. And uh, I can't say high school was necessarily like that for me, but you get that. It's you. Get, it puts you back in the mindset, though. Yeah. You have the sympathy and the empathy for the characters. And I i mean, it'd be hard to recommend this, say, if you haven't seen it. Most people have. But I think we should be talking about this really in that S-tier echelon, Mount Rushmore of comedies. Judd Apatow, thank you for super bad. Thank you. My second one that actually is nice, mine's also a rewatch. I hadn't seen it in maybe like five, six years. I don't remember what year. I think it was like 2014 it came out. So maybe like nine years i haven't seen it i want i rewatched hell or high water uh this last week i don't think i know hell or high water jeff bridges uh chris pine chris pine and his brother are like robin banks in west texas and jeff bridges the sheriff kind of has to like sleuth them out it's just it's what i call it's a bare bones movie it knows exactly what it needs to do it hits all the beats it's really good fast paced keeps going and it feels like a modern day western it feels I really like a, like a Western that, that takes place in modern day. It's so good and fun, and the characters are great. And Jeff Bridges in a lot of stuff. I've fallen in love with Jeff Bridges as like a cowboy kind of guy. It's just I, I like the sound of like borderline Western with Jeff Bridges. Those two things really pique my interest here. And I like Jeff Bridges as an actor. I think his acting style is like one of nuance, kind of like Josh Brolin, where like they might not be beat you over the head with it. It's just in the subtleties. And Jeff Bridges is old now, so he has like the old dad swag, yeah. old grandpa swag. So I I have to add this to my list as I've never heard of it. It's it's basically I I consider it like a modern day western, as in it's not it, it takes place in modern day. So it it feels yeah. like a western, but in modern times. It's really cool. I am going to have to check this out, no doubt. I am in there like swimwear. Damn right. What's your number two, Christian? My number two, I will go with a movie called Armageddon Time, which I watched recently. Um, came out in 2022. Uh, stars of this are Anthony Hopkins, Anne Hathaway, and my absolute king of the earth, Jeremy Strong. Um, he was born on fucking Christmas. What can't this guy do? Um I think it's a really great movie. It's very subtle in its themes. Uh, it's a coming-of-age film, and um, it basically shows a Jewish family and going to inner-city schools. It tells a lot about um, the Black experience in public schools uh, versus private schools. Um, it's a lot of like what's off the screen is, is really, really powerful, where you can do a lot of imagining um, I'll watch anything with Jeremy Strong in it just because I I can't I mean he turned a century defining performance in Secession. I think it's one of the greatest characters ever done. Um, and he's a full on like he takes it so serious. 
And Anthony Hopkins is now getting up there in age. I don't know his exact age, but he plays like the perfect grandpap in this. So if you like movies where there is this grandpap figure, this is also a great take for that as well. Guess Anthony Hopkins' age. 77. Up at eight years. He's 85. That's at the age where, like, he's doing them a favor by doing the fucking film. Like, (laughs) you don't. (laughs) Robert Duvall was in Pale Blue Eye, and he was, like, the same age. He was, like, 86, 87, 88. I'm like, dude, there's no chance. No chance. Speaking of which, though, A, uh, yeah, Jeremy Iron for you is, like, uh, Ryan Gosling for me, where I'll basically watch anything that they're in. That's just. Gosling's, like, second for me. Like, I'll watch anything. Like, I fucking love Ryan Gosling, too. Uh, second though, I, now that you got my mind on Anthony Hopkins, I need to go and watch the father. Yeah. Like very like out of nowhere, you, you, you win the Academy award. Like I need to see, I need to see what that's about as well. I've seen like clips of it, like out of context clips. And it's just, it's awesome. That might be, that might be a movie we watch down the line together. I don't know if it's too serious, but I, it's very serious, but maybe, maybe. That's kind of fun, though, when we do it on the drive and just take the piss out of it, though. <laughs> I agree. Shout out to the tech on Twitch. We are – he's token up, baby. My number three, and I just literally saw it last week. I saw the new Indiana Jones movie, The Dial of Destiny. Solid, uh, solid six, six and a half out of ten. Seven out of ten. So, like, for the, the whole point, it's a, it's – my my main critique are two things. It's too long. It's almost three hours long. It's like two hours, 45, 250. Um, it's good. Like it, it hits all the beats of an Indiana Jones movie. It feels like a classic Indiana Jones movie throughout. See, and the tick saying he enjoyed the end. The ending kind of like was eh, to me. It was, it was, it was fine. It was like super over the top. It was goofy, but it was fun, but it was just like, eh, the only like big critique I have is it was just too long. I think that's fair, fair critiques. I've seen the, uh, the color grade was very yellow. It looked very modern. I mean, it's very tough to, it takes place in like the sixties. Yeah, and the way that Spielberg does color grading and, like, the use of shadows. Like, they were showing, like, all these sick shots from, like... I've only seen the first Indiana Jones, so I'm way behind. The best one. The best one. It's fine. Yeah, but they're they're showing, like, all these old shots, and I'm like, damn. that. And then they show the new one. It's like, that looks like it was made in 2023. But, you know, it's like... That's that's the thing. Like, it's... It definitely feels like it was made today, but it has the... It's like the LaCroix of Indiana Jones where you get like you're tasting what Indiana Jones, what you expect out of those movies. Because I've seen I've seen the first three. I didn't see Crystal Skull, but this one felt like a modern movie with like a flavor packet of old school Indiana Jones like vibe. Like all the beats are there. A lot of the camera tricks aren't there just because people don't film things like they did back in like the 70s and 80s. I think that's totally acceptable. I think it's it probably does its job, which is what I've heard. Like it's obviously not as good as the old ones, but like, you know, it's it's gonna sell tickets. Oh, actually, no, I think I saw maybe it flopped a little bit. I just think it's, movies are flopping a lot. I think like a lot of movies aren't doing great. The tick people, says his favorite's Temple of Doom, by the way. 
Okay. It's a solid people, one. It's, it's people want to, uh, you know, just wait till it gets to streaming. And it's like, I get it. You don't want to get out for every single movie that hits the theaters. But all Wisconsin literally need, need Badgers <laughs> so bad. Love Luke Fickle. Need him more than anything. But just too long. Too long Indiana too Jones. Long. Too long. Duly noted. My third, third, third and final good film. This was the first time I've seen this. It's It was up there at like, you know, what what's a sin that I haven't seen uh, is Inglorious Bastards. Ooh. I just watched this for the first time and I can definitively say this is my favorite Quentin Tarantino film. Um, incredible performance from Christopher Waltz as yes. Hans Landa. He's so and and the opening the, the whole opening sequence wow. is just so perfect. Um, who doesn't love Donnie Donowitz with a baseball bat? Like, ah, uh, it's so good. Brad Pitt plays plays like the perfect American guy. Um, I'm a big fan of this. I actually think Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are my two favorite. Quentin Tarantino film. Fucking see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And and I don't know if it's just Tarantino. They do this when they say, "Well, what's your best movie?" A lot of the times they'll say the one that they're promoting. He did recently say that that was his best one, but I can't tell if it was just for promotion's sake. But Inglorious Bastards, I would say maybe twenty five percent of the movie to thirty percent is in a different language, but it's kind of like The Godfather Two, where it's like it's still totally fine. You go based off facial expressions. Um, I, I, I'm fully endorsing Glorious Bastards. I think it's excellent. I I put it ahead of movies like Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. Um, I haven't seen Jackie Brown, but I will. I will assume Jackie Brown. Kill Bill's are really good though. Kill that's Bill's my that's really that's my favorite. Kill Bill's one. Yeah, I think Glorious Bastards is really good. You pair them together though, which yes, is yes, good. Yes. Like if you're pairing Kill Bill and one and two together as like a sequence thing, then like it's really hard to top that. So uh Tick's asking, have either of us seen Asteroid City yet? I have not. I have not. I do, however, like Wes Anderson. He's a I really do, solid I do love director. Wes Anderson. Big fan. Real quick, favorite Wes Anderson movie. Probably. Either mine's Grand, Grand Budapest. Yeah, mine's Grand yeah, Budapest. Yeah, it's either Grand Budapest Hotel or Royal Tenenbaums because I really think it's a funny bit that Ben Stiller's kids both wear the same Adidas jumpsuit, and I just think that's like so genius. But yeah, probably Grand Budapest because I love the purple, the purple uh, color grade. Tech feels Life Aquatic, also really good. Bill Murray, so good. The Red Cap, Willem yep. Dafoe. Two thumbs up for me. Need to see it though. It's on my list. Um, now that I'm back in Nebraska, it's so hard to find theaters that play a lot of these movies. Instead yeah. of when I was living in California. So I don't even live like in one of the big cities in this state, but yeah. Glorious Bastards, I also give two thumbs up. Fantastic. Incredible. Incredible movie. On to my bad. These are real bad. I'm going to start with one that hurts to say because obviously I'm an XFL stand first and foremost. Uh, Black Adam was garbage. It was boring. Um, if you're going to play the rock in a movie, if you're going to put him in a movie, you kind of know, have to know how to use him Cause he's not going to be anything but the rock. And guess what? They didn't use him right. Cause he was the rock and you can't just be the rock when you're like the main guy in this kind of superhero movie. He's, he's sort of pigeonholed himself in terms of his acting or like him and Kevin Hart, you know, they really do get categorized. They, they do the same thing almost in every film. Um, 
and it's ironic because it's kind of like booking in wrestling where it's like Brock Lesnar, you can't necessarily have Brock Lesnar fight everybody. He's not like Kurt Angle yeah. or I'll say Chris Benoit, which isn't a good name, but it's like, they're not as versatile and you have to get the booking right to make it work. And like you're saying, if this was just not the movie for the rock, I, I totally believe it because it's, he's made for a certain type of movie. He is. And this was not it. And it was, I don't know. I feel like maybe VFX studios are getting so overworked, but I feel like in superhero movies in particular, I feel like the visual effects have dropped off since like Endgame. that they don't look nearly as good. Like some of like, I got a Doctor Strange movie. The visual effects are usually always going to be top tier, but a lot of these movies, the visual effects have just not been what I expect out of like any oh, superhero yeah, I mean, movies. That that was the complaint with the recent Thor film. That was the yeah. complaint with uh, my girlfriend loved the Flash movie. She said it was incredible, but pretty much everybody said that like the effects were like pretty fucking bad. So I I don't know what to make of that, but I I definitely agree. There's been a drop off since Endgame for sure. I just feel like people are getting overworked to hell. It sucks. Dude, I knew people that worked in the VFX industry. It's not fun. I believe it. I mean, I and you just get ripped online all day long. You get ripped online. You get worked to the yeah. bone. Most studios shut down all the time. I stand with the writers. I stand with the writers. I want the VFX industry to start a union. Just taking my shirt off. Are we, are we popping tops? I don't know. Are we gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna pop tops. We're gonna pop tops here. All right. Your first bad movie. My first bad movie, this will be quick, is I don't know why I watched I watched like the first 40 minutes of this is Flight 93. <laughs> okay. It's it's um it's definitely a movie that you should watch in school. It's definitely like something that you should watch to like learn more. But at this stage in my life as a 28 year old man, it's like, I, I didn't feel the need to watch it, but for some reason I put it on. Um, it wasn't all that compelling. Um, obviously, you know, it makes them look like heroes and, you know, they go down in a blaze and they took over the cockpit and it's like, it's wonderful. If Mark Wahlberg was there, there wouldn't have, there'd be a completely different movie made about just Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. But um, it's one of those ones that you have to, it's like a book. You read this book strictly in school. I would not advise you like taking mushrooms and watching Flight 93, which isn't what I do. I'm way cooler than that. I wouldn't watch Flight 93. But uh, yeah, I would probably rather watch the, I haven't, but the one with, um, uh, the one with the dude who shoots. The dude that killed Osama Bin Laden. Oh. Uh... It's not Chris Pine. Oh, you're talking about American Sniper? American Sniper. That's a movie based on historical events that I would much rather have watched, but I am an idiot and chose Flight 93. So you hit the nail on the head when you said like school movie. This is a this is a movie you watch in school and like nowhere else. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. My second one is I watched the new Winnie the Pooh, the the scary one, the spooky. Wait, say that again. I watched the new Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, It was shit. It was very, very bad. Like the costumes were awful. It looked cheap. Nothing about it was good. It was terrible acting for a horror movie even. And it was just people trying to capitalize on the rights going public. 
there seems to be a theme nowadays that I've seen with like these scary movies that are like kind of like campy like this. Like there's like a Santa Claus one and there's Winnie the Pooh and then there's going to be like a Barney one made that's like kind of for adults. It's like I don't, campy I don't stuff know. stuff can work, but this did not. It can work. You're right. I think it could be like maybe what if it was like Terrifier or something super fucking extreme like Serbian film, but Winnie the Pooh, that might be a little bit too much. But um. See, that would have been interesting, but like everything was cheap. And I think if you're going to go campy, you have to play it very seriously. And they did play it seriously, but it just came off very st- – like it, you walk a fine line when you're going with that camp. And also, not all of the characters got their rights publicized, so it was just Pooh and Piglet. <laughs> and that's it. And it's just dumb. The kills aren't even like – like if you're going to go campy and do that kind of horror movie, at least have fun creative kills and – like use special effects in a very interesting way. Like you said, with terrifier, the kills for that are fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, this was just boring and bland and not fun. Do not watch it folks. It is an absolute joke. Not good. My final piece. This is a show. It's an anime. It's called, uh, high school. It's either high school of the dead or high school for the dead. So this is a anime essentially just about zombie fighting. And it was like all good. It had the occasional, you know, girl stab zombie and like boobs bounce. But like Japan doesn't have porn over there. So like they have to enter. So it's like, it's fine. You know what you're getting into when you watch anime. When I tell you at the beginning of episode six, there was nothing leading up to this. Nothing leading up to this. It was all serious, mostly just fucking two of the girls in a bathtub, just completely naked. And it's like, it, she's like, your boobs are so ginormous. They're almost not even real. I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm like, I literally like verbatim. That's what she said. And I'm like, bro, it would be one thing if I knew going into episode one, like this is the kind of anime you're going to be watching. But it was, I was just, so I had to stop. I, I finished the scene naturally, but I am done oh, with yeah. that. So high school for the dead. I do not recommend it. First five episodes, really good. You know, really solid zombie show. Um, had some TikTok trending sounds actually from that yep. show, but no, it's it's sad. It's sad so, that they did. I saw this a while ago. I watched through High School of the Dead. Uh, yeah. Did you get to the bullet time boob shot? The bullet time. So there's a there's a shot in that show where someone shoots a gun and a girl ducks out of the way and her boobs like fly out like this and the bullet like. So one goes up, the bullet goes through, the other one goes down, and the bullet goes through. It's fucking this show's so stupid. I I, I think there might be only 10 or 11 episodes. It's very I, short. It's not very long. Okay. I don't know if I've watched that scene, but now I'm I'm, I'm just gonna Google it after this. I probably I, I can't keep watching it, but I have to see this shot. It's very much like a fan service just dumb show where hot girls fight zombies. Yeah. And absolutely. Yeah. It's I will give it credit for this. It's better than a lot of anime today that for some reason decide to put in like brother, sister romance shit. It's so fucking creepy. Porn has ruined. I have, I dude, I can't tell you the amount of times I've been into an anime. It was like, it's episode one. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. This is promising. And it's like big bro. And then the guy's like, Oh geez. I'm like, Nope, I'm done. Done. Get me the fuck out of here. It's literally just the fact that they don't have, they don't have the pornography over there, I don't think. Uh, I don't think they have a lot of like, porn over there. They have a lot of pent up 
There's a lot of porn in Japan. They there is, but there's like some sort of regulation thing where it's like it's not quite as published as much as like we have a lot going That's on fair. circulating. But I, I it sounds like we're making this out to be a good show. It sounds like this is like us promoting the show on No, High School DD is a very stupid show. It's very camp like I didn't hate it, but it's it's very it's got the anime weirdness that is definitely not for a lot. Well, long high school long. DD is different than high school of the dead. No, high school right? of the yeah yeah yeah. High school of the dead has that weird. Fu- it's it's got the anime weird. Okay, I was gonna say because I remember seeing both of them and thinking like, okay, sick. Like this might be cool. I wonder no. what happens if you like if you mix them up. <laughs> you start on one and go. So high school DXD is also like just very you know. Yeah, because I think in the picture you can tell when it's like, yeah, those are like triple H's, Hunter Herms Helmsley breasts. Like, I can't. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like, they're literally just like this fucking big. Yeah, when you see images for – yeah, it's just – you know what you're getting into. It's fucking super. That, props to Japan for at least making the, the, the covers of – like, you can – you know – you don't even have to watch the trailer. You can just see the cover and like, all right. I know immediately whether I'm watching this or I am just like, I'm yep. silently watching it. But yep. yeah. Either you're watching it or you're watching it with all the lights off alone. Yeah, correct. Correct. Those are our movies, folks. There you have it. Christian, go check out Hell or High Water. I am. I'm checking out that movie. I love Jeff Bridges. I'm going to check out The Father. And then we got to think of what movie we're going to watch next on the drive. And I'm kind of liking the whole setup of The Wheel. Um, the, the people right yeah. now don't know what we're talking about, but the wheel has been fun. The last, the so if we just fun. like brainstorm a couple of ideas, get the wheel going and the drive-ins fully back in, baby. We're back. We're better than ever. We're back in the saddle again, as Aerosmith would say. Thank you for having us. Thank you all for watching and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. We did.